We all know the importance of how we represent ourselves. The things we say and the things we do influence the people around us. It's all about the message we are sending, including the things that we wear. Christians can be more aware of the messages we bring to others in their clothing with Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory store that is fearfully and wonderfully made. If you want to wear the message of Christ and Christianity, then go to their website at covenant-press.com. That's www.covenant-press.com. For the next 24 hours, you will get 25% off the purchase of $50 or more using the discount code GROWTH at checkout. Sign up and become a member to receive points for future purchases. Again, that's covenant-press.com, www.covenant-press.com to get 25% off your purchase of $50 or more using discount code GROWTH at checkout. Tell your friends and family about covenant-press.com so we can all share the message. Welcome to Laquita's Toolbox, where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally. Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your boldest dream. All right. Welcome back to another great episode of Laquita's Toolbox Live. I am your host, Laquita Monley, and today I have a very special guest in the studio with me, Mr. Marcus Ogden. It is such a blessing and a privilege to have him here with me today, and I can't wait for you guys to hear more about his story, his journey, and we're actually going to talk a little bit about how Marcus has helped me in my journey because just a couple years ago, I became one of Marcus's clients, and so he played a pivotal role into me stepping into the roles that I'm in today. So listen, get something to write with, get something to write on so that you won't miss any of the amazing tools that Marcus is going to share with us today. Marcus, how are you today? Thanks for having me on. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I can't complain. Good. How's the weather down there? It's Texas. This morning it was raining. Oh, yeah. It's probably hot right now. It's hot right now. That's the old Texas weather for you. Yeah, for real. We'll see what happens later on this afternoon. How's the weather where you are? Good. Carolina's nice. We're sitting right about 65-ish. Not too bad. So that's why we really love this area. It doesn't get too hot, not too cold. So it's really a good area overall. Well, enjoy that weather. I love Texas, but it does get too hot from time to time. That's why I couldn't <laughs> live there. <laughs> awesome. So again, thank you so much for jumping in and uh, being one of our guests here on the Toolbox. What I'd like for you to do, please take a moment for those that might not know, share with us a bit about who you are and what you do. So my name is Marcus Ogden. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina with my wife and two daughters. I am a national, international keynote speaker, executive coach, 
consult, three-time best-selling author, and I'm also the co-host of The Lev and Marcus Show. It is a globally ranked 1.5% top listened to podcast worldwide, and we are very appreciative of all the people that we have that listen to our show. Yes, Marcus is doing some amazing things. He and I met, I want to say it was 2018? That was 2017. Yeah, it was 2018. That's correct. Yep. 2018. And then he was the keynote for a particular organization that I was a part of at that time, learning how to improve as a real estate investor. And he was a keynote at one of our lunch lunch sessions and his message was just very impactful. His story was amazing. And I wanted to connect with him and I was able to do in through that connection. Let's just say a few things have never been the same since then. And one of the big takeaways I'd like you guys to get from today is the necessities, how a coach plays a pivotal role in that. And it's something that you want to make sure that you put that in your growth plan, in your personal growth plan is to have someone to partner with in the capacity as a coach. Marcus, talk to us about how, how did you even become a coach? What was the drive and the passion behind that? Great question, LaQuisha. So for me, as a former business owner of a eight-figure business, it was construction in Baltimore City. We were the largest African-American subcontractor in the area of site work and site utilities in Baltimore and the state of Maryland for two years. When I lost the business and I moved to Raleigh, I ended up going through a really hard time financially, emotionally. And I know a lot of people, unfortunately, due to COVID-19, are going through exactly what I went through back when we didn't have a global pandemic. So it's really interesting how I really had to adjust to different things in that regard. And I ended up getting into different businesses, working for Merrill Lynch for a little bit, didn't last, got into another construction company, didn't last there. And then I became a custodian working on the night shift from 10 p.m. until 5 a.m. for $8.25 an hour. And from there, Quisha, I had a spoiled milk, rock bottom mode of clarity where somebody's trash and rotten meat and nasty protruding garbage got over my body, my skin, and my clothes. And that was my wake-up call. And I said, oh, I want to start helping people. So I got into speaking. Took me two and a half years to get my first paid job. Started September 2013. Did get my first paid job until April 2016. And after I got the speaking job and got paid and got coached, now we've worked for 37 Fortune 500 brands in the last six years. Of the 37, Quisha, 15, I'm sorry, yeah, 15 are Fortune 100. So we have now developed and evolved and pivoted to coaching people who might want to get better at speaking or might want to get better at networking or might want to learn how to build a business or learn how to scale or grow. So there's different things. I have people that are real estate investors, people that are in technology. So the coaching really came about as a result of the speaking business that we launched and started in September 2013. Wow, that's really awesome. And I thank you so much for that transparency and sharing that because a lot of times when I meet people or meet clients, they look at it and all they can see is the sexy part of it. They don't see the amount of work that goes into it and how it's not instantaneous. And it doesn't matter where, it, it doesn't matter like where you start or how great you are at it. What 
you have to build a network of people. You've got to work hard. This is not an overnight success. Just because you're really good at a particular field doesn't mean that you're going to break out and in your first six months to a year, hit six, seven, six or seven figures. I mean, you can, but the truth of the matter is the majority of people don't. There's some really good reasons behind that. And can you talk to us a little bit about some of the things that you've learned in your journey that can help a person that's just starting out in business, period? Because it's like, no matter whether you're a speaker or a coach, business is business and you've got to learn how to go through the different stages. So there's four major factors of any successful business. There's marketing, there's sales, there's operations, and there's finance. You need to have all four of those without a doubt, because if you're not marketing, nobody knows you exist. If nobody knows you exist, they can't, you can't close sales. If you can't close sales, you can't eat and you can't get to doing the work, the operations. And if you don't have finances in place, to be able to grow, sustain, manage the business and do what needs to be done, you're not going to last. So those are four major factors. I hope your audience makes sure they have in line. Again, marketing, sales, operations, finance. Then on the next level, there are three, what I call organizational development implementation pillars. Number one is focus. Things like visualize, lock in, attack. Then you've got strategy. Things like innovation, create a blueprint, create processes and systems. Then you have execution, which is be tactical, be efficient, pivot when and if necessary, but never get off course. You can bring focus, strategy, execution in conjunction and or in combination with marketing, sales, operations, and finance in any business. I believe as long as you are good at operational excellence, quality product assessment and delivery, and customer experience delivery, then I think you're going to be just fine. That's real good. That's real good. Listen, I hope you guys know that you need something to write within the right on because Marcus just laid down about seven, eight good tools there that we need to know about how to grow and build a successful business. Because the well, let's go back to the marketing. If we don't market, then no one will know that we exist. And when you are when you're talking marketing, that expands so much greater than social media. Right. And so much more than just posting every day. Not that we don't spend time with social media, but can you talk to us a little bit more specifically about marketing, what it is and why it's such it's one of those pillars. Marketing is all about putting your business out in front of your target audience or your potential target audience where you can get them and have multiple touch points with them for them to see you things like social media, things like media, news publications, online publications, going on TV interviews, doing podcasts like we're doing right now, radio. I just hired a publicist and she started in February and our brand has had a huge jump in our media. We've been in many different online publications like Authority Magazine, we're going to be in BuzzFeed next month. We're really excited about that. Making a post tomorrow on social media that we were on the cover 
of one of our area's largest newspapers called The Wake Weekly. Literally, we are at the top on the front page, and I'm posting that tomorrow. And then you open up the map, the newspaper, we're right on page 2A, the full interview, the full article. Never did we think when we did that interview, Quisha, we were going to be on the front page. We were like, wow, we're in Wake Weekly. That's great. But now we're on the front page. And what that does, it drives people to where? Your website or wherever you want them to go to do what? Find out about your business. So in reality, you have to set the tone and you have to set yourself up where you can be positioned to have that success. And if you're not marketing, then I feel you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're unfortunately dying. This is true. This is true. If we're not marketing and we're not covering as many aspects as what you just laid out, whether it's social media, traditional media with radio, radio, TV, streaming channels, online publications as well. Most people don't think about how those things incorporate into their marketing plan, kind of just start and stop with all things social media. But that's a really, really great point there in terms of why marketing should be your number one starting point. When you are, when you have the marketing in place and then you're driving people to where you want them to go, whether it's your landing page, your website, wherever it is that where they can find out more about you and select your product or service, then comes your sales skills. You know, mm-hmm. Talk to us, you can, a little bit about the necessities of knowing how to close in a conversation. There's two types of buyers. There's a visionary buyer and there's an operational buyer. A visionary buyer is somebody that sees more big picture, the more about the prettiness of it, the more about how it looks. Then you have an operational buyer, somebody that's all about the black and white, the numbers. If I give, if I pay you this for your product and service, what can I get in return? What's going to be my ROI? So you have to learn how to connect with a visionary buyer and an operational buyer. There's different ways to do it, but you have to be able to play on what I call one of the keys of sales, which is going to be emotion and reason. And then once you're able to connect with a visionary buyer and or an operational buyer and give them what I call your elevator or your sales talk, it all comes down to, do they like you? Do they either believe in you or trust you? If they have a high level of belief in you or a low bearing entry point of trust in you, they will buy your product. If it's a low level of belief in you, it stops right there. So there are really big things you have to do, like focus, like discipline, like follow up in order to be able to close in April 2019. It took me seven months to get him to hire me with this old company. Today is our third phone call trying to close a $60,000 three-month consulting contract. But again, if I close today, great. But am I expecting to? No, because I know it takes time, but it's fine. I'm going through the whole process. There's no action. I mean, there's no issues. And again, just wanting to move and go throughout the process. And that's kind of where it is. So for me right now, and I hope your audience gets this as well, it's really about just not trying to be pushy or trying to be overbearing. You just have to have a good process. And the key to sales and succeeding at sales is the fortune is in the follow-up. Fortune is in the follow-up. 
So for someone who's saying, okay, I'm great at delivering the product or service, but my sales skills suck. What are some of the things that you would suggest that um, a business owner does to help them improve or tap into their inner sales person? They need to either hire a coach and or mentor to help them get on track. But the first thing they need to do is get really, if they're not, which most of the time, if you're struggling with sales, this is a main factor in it. Get better at keynote, or not keynote, at this public speaking. Get better at speaking, right? Because speaking is the one main way you're going to succeed at sales. But if you can't speak to people, you can't talk to people, you're in trouble. A guy who's a very successful financial planner is looking to hire me. He wants to hire me to help him improve his keynote speaking. I keep saying keynote because that's what I do. Improve his public speaking to help him become even better at closing more financial clients because he knows that if he could be more concise and more crisp with his words, his delivery, and connecting with people, it's going to help his business immensely. And he's correct. So if you're struggling with sales, work on your public speaking and your communication skill sets. That's awesome. Awesome. The fortune is in the follow-up, but in order for you to get that initial call and be comfortable, even to go into the follow-up, we have to be comfortable with speaking. Correct. Very much so. We have to be comfortable with that delivery. And now one of the one last question that I would have for you today is, again, you alluded to it in the answer to my previous question, the necessities of having a coach. You're a coach, I'm a coach. And yes, of course, our opinions are biased, but can you talk to us a little bit about how things shifted and changed for you once you brought a coach onto your team and once you hired a coach for yourself? How did that change for you personally, your personal growth as well as the business growth? Once I had a coach to teach me how to utilize my past skill sets from football and my prior business and learn how to communicate in business lingo, how I am as a leader. I had a leadership self-assessment exam, financial acumen exam. I learned how to craft and master my elevator pitch. I learned how to be better at painting a picture for people. I learned how to emotionally connect better with people. Once I had my coach, my business took off and I hired my coach and went through my coaching program, started back in 2018, which is when I started to have a little success. But I would say it's since 2020 and through the pandemic, we've been very blessed because we were able to work within industries that were still going like real estate, realtors, mortgage companies, title companies. And we were able to stay busy, but without my coach, without learning how to take my content from junior level to senior level, without learning from my coach, how to utilize my skill sets, our business, our brand right now would be nowhere near what it is. We would be still struggling just to get a few jobs. We would not be where we're at now, my wife and I just bought a new home in the Raleigh area, a little town called Apex. We're heading to Puerto Rico in June to look at a vacation home to buy a property there for us to have. It's a getaway home, a nice little condo in San Juan in the Puerto Rican capital. 
And if we were in the same place we were for 2016, 17, and the beginning of 18, before I got into the coaching program, the house we're in right now, going to Puerto Rico to buy a second home, yeah, no, that would not be happening. So coaching changed my life a hundred thousand times full. And if you're listening to this, you will never go wrong investing in yourself. So don't be afraid to spend money on your own growth, because if you're not going to bet on yourself, who are you going to bet on in life? Right. Right. That's real good. That's real good. Thank you. It's, and you're right. Our personal growth and development, professional growth and development. We understand professional growth if you're a regular nine to five and you have to continue in education to get better at your craft. But then that same principle applies when you're switching over into entrepreneurship. We still have to have those things. And having a coach is the best way to become the better version of yourself, to get to that next level of success, whatever that looks like for you in your business, you can't go somewhere that you've never been. But if you have someone on your team that has been there and they've already paved the way, they have a great roadmap, having them on your team to help you in that jury, it just makes sense. Amen. Very well, very well said. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Marcus, thank you so much for joining me today on the Quizzes Toolbox. It has really been a pleasure. But before we wrap up, before we go, Please leave your contact information and how our listeners can reach out with you, connect with you, and follow you. Yeah, they can follow us on our website or connect with us there, www.marcusmarquesogden.com, or shoot us an email, marcusogden.com. Connect with us, get in touch with us. We love to hear from you. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much. For our returning listeners, we do appreciate your support for tuning in every week for your newest episodes of Liquid's Toolbox Live. If this was your first episode, I hope that you enjoyed it and I'd like to hear from you. Please hit those like, follow, and share buttons on your favorite podcast listening platforms. But most of all, I want to know your feedback. Tell us what you like about today's episode or any of our previous episodes. And if you're saying, Laquita, I don't really like your tools. I want to hear from you as well, because our goal is to provide tools that will help you grow as entrepreneurs, as well as tools that will help you in your personal growth and development. And I can't do that if I don't know what it is that you would like to know in the areas that you would like to have help in. So get in those comments section and let us hear from you. Until next time, I'm your host, Laquita Monley, and this has been another great episode of Laquita's Toolbox.